This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. I'm Tad Whistle. I'm John Benley. We've got a very big show today, John. Big show. We talk to an actual bird expert. We're going to get to the bottom of what's going on with the birds at Acrisure Stadium. The good luck pigeons, as they've become known and, uh, you know, an, an emblem to our great city mm. in a time of dire need. Uh, we also are going to get to your calls. As always, you can check us out on the hotline, 412-DUTOS5. Hit us up there. And if you're watching us on YouTube, just a reminder... You can enjoy uh, the podcast wherever you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Yeah, we're working on a guy, too, that'll burn the podcast to a CD, <laughs> and then you can you can get that new hotness. Maybe, like, in somewhere in Bloomfield, we'll, post, we'll have them post up. That's actually, because you can immediately think of the dude that, like, your buddy's dad who you would employ to do that, or, yeah. like, a weird neighbor from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I know... Craig is on hard times. And it's a way to, he's offering a service. He's offering a service. I'm going to give him a little on my end. Yeah. I think people will tip for this sort of convenience that mm-hmm. Craig offers. Season one of the greatest podcast ever. Sure. I'll have that on a CDR. Before we get started with our Steelers talk, John, congratulations. John had a baby. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, little girl. Very, very excited. That's so cool, man. Yeah. You already had a kid. Mm-hmm. So, does so this, it's like whatever. Well, no. Does it? Does it? Are you more terrified? Are you less? Ter- are you equally um, terrified? So the thing is, now there's two of them. There's there's now two even strength. There's two of them. Right. Um. So been talking to my coordinators about moving from a zone defense to to man to man. Um. Obviously, that uh, is a different scheme. So it's just about getting the reps right now and trying to um, stay on top of it, read the coverages. Kind of build that muscle memory. Build that muscle memory till it becomes second nature. That's important. Yeah. That's very important. Um, listen, part of this show, you know, we do abide by a lot of FCC regulations. Have to. That's the world of podcasting in 2022. Uh, we want to get to this important public service. Now. This is from the National Ad Council. So let's just get the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, Take a listen. Right now, a new life has just been brought into this world. For the first time, a baby boy will be called by his own name, the name he'll be known by forever. And yet, what if that name was the same as literally every other male child? The United States Social Security Administration estimates that a male child is born and given the name Jack approximately every 4.5 seconds. By 2050... Nearly half the adult male population will be named Jack, rendering all other names extinct. This is a crisis, but we can't do anything about it unless we acknowledge it. So tell a friend today, don't name your kid Jack. Just say no to Jack. 
That's a powerful message. Sobering. <laughs> I was at the park this summer. And there were like seven kids there, and there were three Jacks. Look, it's a great name. I, I get why people like it, but it's getting out of control. It's the, it's the new Brian. Can't all be Jack. Unless well, we are. Unless every, we are. Every child on the floor, <laughs> other than my daughter, was was named Jack in the every in child the recovery unit. Wow. A lot of important figures are starting. Matt Damon has lent his voice to this effort. That was it. Yeah, that was huge. Clooney, mm-hmm. Clune Dog. Um, I think Jeff Bezos' wife, who has a ton of money, ex-wife. His ex-wife. She was like, she's like, here's a billion for it. Blank check. Yeah. And what they're sending people to rooms, right? To recovery rooms, to NICUs, you know, to kind of lobby sort of talk about the to solicit people um against it's it's the hipaa thing but it's also it, it, there's like hipaa and then there's what they're trying to do with this <laughs> so it's sort of um yeah john let's get into it the steelers we're back baby we got the win uh 20 to 10 over the New Orleans Saints. The battle for the, what, what did our listener call it? The battle for the Mississippi Basin, yep. as a listener last week said. Right, because the tributaries presumably start with us. Yeah, we won. We won that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, when they gave up the 10-point lead in the first half, I thought to myself, wow, they've done it. Mm. They've blown it again. Uh, see, I was never worried. Because of Andy Dalton. Because of Andy Dalton. Right. We've been torturing that poor bastard from the moment he got in the league. I didn't realize it was as bad as it was. Thirteen, three and fourteen. Three now. and fourteen. Lost against us with it, as a member of the Cowboys, right? And now as the Saints, like we've just been. That's nice. You know, it's nice to have that comfort food of just beating the red rifle. Like like a redheaded stepchild, you know, that's just who he is to us, and I celebrate that man, and I appreciate what he's uh, what he's done for us. It's been a hard year, and that was chicken soup for the soul a little bit. He looks terrifying now. I'm not sure. His red hair was much more mellowed because he had, like, the buzz cut and no facial hair for much of his Bengals career. Mm-hmm. He now looks like the Joker's cousin. Yeah. The poker. <laughs> the poker. So here's what the poker does. Here's the poker's angle. He goes onto Facebook and all of your older relatives, yeah. he clicks that like long forgotten poke feature and you're like, and it shows up in your timeline. Like Andy Dalton poked your mom. Yeah. Poke us on Facebook, by the way, if you're listening, <laughs> we're looking for pokes. <laughs> Um. Yeah, the poker. He's the poker. Like, Some men just want to watch the world burn. What even? Yeah, and it's like, what is your angle, Andy? Could you not do that? He's like, just wanted to tell her what's up. Yeah, play She's it cool. A nice lady. TJ's back. Oh yeah. It's like he was never gone. Yeah. He looks really good. That was a shot in the arm. You gotta wonder. He's wearing the like, the arm thing. That's the bicep brazier. Yeah. What does that do? Does that do anything, or does that just look cool mm. as Because definitely looks cool. Yeah, I will say, uh, like, yeah, TJ wears the sleeve, but he plays well. So you're like, I'm not gonna make fun of you for wearing yeah. a useless shooting sleeve. You ever TJ. see a person in in a sleeve 
Like, what's the most outrageous, like, dude at the gym? Uh, lunch ladies with the sleeve to do something like the cellulitis treatment. They yeah. should get TJ Watt should go into like a a nationwide campaign of like America's lunch ladies deserve performance cellulitis sleeves. Right. Uh, this has been an issue that I dealt with coming up. I'll never forget. Like, Mrs. Graham, uh, she was my lunch lady. I need a second here. Right. Uh, but now with these high-performance sleeves, they can sling chicken patties much more effectively. Yep. At my Catholic grade school, the, my lunch lady had the arm sleeve, and I was like, you know, I, I had a lot of questions, but yeah. she was so nice, and you can't, I was like too embarrassed to ask my parents. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until years later that I found out about the Watt Foundation. Mm. And they're doing important work, those those brothers. <laughs> Especially Derek. Yeah, Derek well, Derek has a nice little fallback career. Yeah. Um although he, he did he did up. pick up some he did pick up some nice at fourth and one. At fourth and one. Or yep. you know, you're getting if you're getting four hundred thousand dollars a touch, yep. you should be picking him up. He got it. Yeah, TJ's back. Hell yeah. TJ's back, and you know what? TJ came in like gangbusters. I didn't know. This the next person I'm going to bring up. I didn't know how much I needed this guy in my Steelers life. Demonte Kazee. I think you're crazy. <laughs> I think you're crazy, dude. I'll tell you what. I think this. Cue it up. That's our smash dick, full bush moment of the, the game. The fifteener or the interception? Both. T- pick whichever <laughs> one you want. Smash dick, full bush. Hell yeah. Oh. The 15, and then they scored there. Whatever. Didn't love it. I mean, if they'd lost the game, you'd be like, Yeah. I think DeMonte Casey is a f- asshole. No, he's <laughs> he's cool. He's very cool. Yeah. He's very good. He appears to be very good also. You got that dog in him, man. I love it. Yeah. I will say my DeMonte KZ song was, uh, DeMonte Casey. <laughs> Arrest this man. <laughs> Karma police. Casey, I'm Casey for feeling so lonely. That doesn't work. I hate to spoil the bit for next week. <laughs> <laughs> An album of all of your DeMonte right. uh, Kazi favorites. Yeah. Uh, also, kind of sounds like Kazi, which is great. Kazi. Oh, there was somebody. DeMonte. In the What's up, guys? Come, Kazi. Come, come, Kazi. <laughs> You okay, you'll make us back up, sugar baby. What a timely interception by Demonte Kazee. That's our Smash Dick Full Bush play of the game. You can check out Smash Dick Full Bush T-shirts and other apparel. Pittsburgh Clothing Company's got them. PGHClothing.com/sdfb. Mm. John, I want to mention our boy Matthew Wright. The kicker in there for the injured Chris Boswell when they had <laughs> Matthew Wright go up to kick, and the announcer's like, "Here's Matthew Wright. He uh, he was with the he was with the Chiefs last year, living out of a suitcase, down he on his luck, uh, destitute, out there with pan, <laughs> panhandling for quarters. Uh, he was living in his car. Right. He um." He fell on some hard times. He had to do some unspeakable things to make ends meet. Mm. And here he is getting his big up. And he's missed it. He's missed it. Why? <laughs> yeah. It's like it was it was so terrible because you're like, oh yeah, this is this is a slumdog millionaire. All of the moments of this man's life have led to him 
kicking some huge field goals mm-hmm. in an important bounce back win. No. I get why they did it, but on that what was like a forty eight yarder or something, I'm like we're sending him out here. With the new guy? Yeah. He had already missed the thirty some yard. I was like, We're doing this? All right. I've I've never been more confident that a kicker wasn't gonna make a field goal, <laughs> probably. He was selling condom repair kits. Just last year, he was selling condom repair kits. Door to door, like Kurt Warner did. He was living in downtown Charlotte. Uh, he sort of fell in with the wrong crowd. and he, right. Oh, he's missed it. Oh, terrible. <laughs> the birds are back. Mother Nature. We went full Home Alone 2. Is that the one? Where That's he, correct. Yep. That's we correct. should get that lady to come to the next game. The pigeon lady. Could you even imagine? Dude, she does the towel wave. She does the towel wave, but uh, years later, it will be discovered that she had like an insane writer. Her talent stuff was was like so crazy. The right. Steelers almost didn't do it. The first thing on the list is like <laughs> private jacuzzi with T.J. Watt, mm-hmm. you know, or something like real or Derek Watt. And they're like Derek, look, listen, man, <laughs> it gets the fans pumped up. Special teams, you, you're a do everything guy. We need you on. We this need one. you to do everything. Get in the tub. With the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2, please. All right. Well, I wanted to find out more about these pigeons, John. And not just, and not simply sit at home and fantasize about the the highest paid fullback in the league being put in a morally and sexually tenuous position with a 77-year-old Irish woman. Mm. I wanted to know about the birds themselves. Right. Because I've already done that other stuff. Yeah. I wanted to know about the birds themselves. Research. Research. And my buddy is a bird expert. He works for the state of West Virginia, and um, I had the pleasure to be in a lot of outdoor situations with him and be like, hey, tell me about this bird. So here he is. Uh, This is my buddy Kyle Aldinger. This is not a bit. This is someone who actually knows a lot about birds. I think you're going to enjoy it. Take a listen. I am the state forester for the United States Department of Agriculture, Natural Resources, Conservation Service. So you are uniquely qualified to tell us what the hell is going on with these birds at Heinz Field, man. Do you think (laughs) more humans or more pigeons have had sex in Heinz Field? (laughs) That's tough. I'd say pigeons. There's more more instances of, of pigeon sex. Individual pigeons have probably had more sex, but there may have been more unique human sexual encounters, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm sure they were unique. I'm sure they were unique. I'm under the impression pigeons don't migrate. So these are like our pigeons. These are local pigeons that are certainly Steeler fans. Oh yeah, they're probably taking up residence in, in in and around the field in the concourses, anywhere they can find a a ledge to hang out on. How can we, in a critical moment, like get them fired up? How can we weaponize the pigeons? Like, is there some kind of sound? Could we disturb them? If there was a a kick return going the other way for the Bengals this Sunday, could we like, uh, could we rally the pigeons to interference? And there are a couple different tools I think you could use. Certainly spreading uh, seed, get some cracked corn, Let's say I'm like a critical third down, third and long, definite passing situation. Alex Highsmith comes off the right side. Could he throw a handful of crack corn in Joe Burrow's face and Joe Burrow would be mauled by pigeons or at least 
his timing would be interrupted? Is that possible? It's it's not something I'd want to try without running through it during practice a couple times during the week. So you get some, you get a guy like a custodian in a bear suit to take a seven step drop, a la Joe Burrow, and then have High Smith kind of get the reps in of throwing. Kyle, I guess I guess my final question here for you: How can people get excited or you know? come to a, a place of pride with these pigeons like what makes a pigeon cool i think what's cool about them is just the long history i mean using them as messengers using them during world war ii world war one uh, world war ii different conflicts and a very storied past kyle i'm pumped now i'm on team pigeon it makes me really happy to know that they probably live there. They probably live in the facility and they're out doing their regular Sunday stuff the same way that in a non-Steeler season, I am sober and going to the gro- uh, grocery store on a Sunday. <laughs> Kyle, thank you so much for taking the time, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Huge thanks to Kyle Aldinger there. He's very knowledgeable and he takes birds very seriously. I appreciate his passion. Yeah, cool guy. The cool thing is you'd be somewhere and you'd be like, Kyle, what kind of bird is that? And he'd be like, oh, it's such and such bird, and it's it's kind of weird for him to be out this time of year or whatever. And you're like, what kind of bird is this, Kyle? Do you have any idea? And he's oh, like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> it's a good sport, and we appreciate his insight. And I'm looking forward to Joe Burrow being mauled by pigeons. I think there might be a way for the fans to get involved, you know, just litter. <laughs> <laughs> on the Bengals sideline, if you can, maybe. Organic like, litter. Yeah. Organic. mulch, essentially. I'd like for them to fly on that McPherson's face when he's trying mm. to kick some critical field goal. I am so sick of the Money Mac nonsense. <laughs> F*** them, is what I'm saying. Hell yeah. I think the important thing about pigeons, too, is that they stick together. And I think that's probably the message that I got, Steeler fans. Pigeon flock. We're a family of pigeons. We got to stick together Mm -hmm. and eat the seed. Gross. It's the sex, guys. (laughs) There it is. There it is. You knew it was coming. (laughs) You can't stop it. You can only hope to contain it. Man, the sex. Sex, guys. On now to our hotline 412 368 6375. That's how you can reach us. Another easy way to remember. 412, do toes five. Uh, here's our first call. It comes to us from Carmine. Hey guys, Carmine here again. Um, you know, three and six is an okay win. Um, but you know, it's a pretty dark time in Pittsburgh when after the game you call your, uh, you call your father a 1984 graduate of Central Catholic, Pittsburgh born and bred. I called him and I said, hey, Dad, you watch the game? He said, no. Is it over? Not even 4 o'clock yet. I said, yeah. And he goes, well, did they win? And I said, yeah, 20 to 10. And he goes, well, that's good. I'm mostly just prepping for Yellowstone tonight. Um, so, you know, pretty pretty demoralizing over here. Um, three and six, got the post-bye week win, but... You know, a long season ahead of us, and looks like the Steelers just lost another another viewer for the rest of the year. So, go Steelers, and I'll pass it off to you guys. So, this is a thing that we've talked about, Tad. Um, 
Carmine, your dad is not the only person. I've seen dads do this. This is a thing that dads do, right? It's a defense mechanism. It's a it's a survival <laughs> it's a survival tool, right? I've heard a lot of friends' dads, but they stink. They're not gonna win it because that's that's the hurt talking. That's the pain. They've been doing this a long time, right? They're tired through the eighties. They're tired. You know what? If they don't want to watch a week, what is it, week 11? I don't know. I don't know either. If they don't want to watch a mid-season matchup between two middling teams, I don't love it. It doesn't make me feel good, but it's perfectly explainable. This is a common thing. You know, Steeler fans, maybe 50 and older, I don't want to say have earned the right to do, but it it's a part of aging. It's a part of the circle of life. It's a part of aging. You have to care a little bit less. It was cool to see them get off the schneid because had they not won the post-bye week game, Saints on the road, and I'll tell you what, all of the Saints players looked cold and very unprepared for cold weather. Oh, don't you love that? It makes me feel pretty good. But, like, don't you feel like you get a piece of that too? You're like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be cold out there because I'm from, I'm from Pittsburgh. This is like, don't, don't you feel like you get to wear that badge a little bit, a little stolen valor? <laughs> from your yeah. warm couch I'm always ready to to lie about myself as an athlete hmm. let's get to the next call here hey fellas Nigel here from Itan long time listener first time caller I'd love to hear your thoughts on this you know good win for the Lurs this weekend but I'm I'm starting to get a little concerned about Kenny you know he didn't have an awful game but I'm just not seeing a lot out of him he's had some time now to show us what he's got and I'm not seeing too much to be honest with you fellas it's like I got this buddy, right? We call him Dr. Dave, and he's always said he's a Republican, right? But he never votes red. Like, buddy, you can call yourself a Republican all you want, but if you don't vote red, it don't mean nothing. We can say KP's a guy. You know, there are all these problems with Matt Canada, but until KP can go out there and make the throws and show me he's got something, I can't be really sure he's a guy. Let me know what you think. Thanks, fellas. All right, Nigel. Calling from I-Town. Mm. I would love clarification on, what, on which I-Town. If we were... Talking a little bit about what it could be. IUP. Could be. Indianola was ballied about, or uh, I've never heard Imperial called I-Town, but I actually like that. It's kind of sweet. Because based on that call, Nigel, I can tell you are Imperial material, my friend. Ooh. Kenny Pickett. KP is he's. I haven't heard anybody do that yet. I haven't put that together. uh, Okay. I'll try it on. Yeah. KP8. Sure. No. I'm just, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just trying it on. All right. Sashaying around the library studio in it. Did he play great? No. No. Did he play terrible? No. No. He didn't play terrible. No. Am I left with more questions than answers uh, as Kenny Pickett has started now five games? Yes. I'm reserving judgment uh, as far as like the big picture. You that talk about survival tactics. That's pretty. No, big I mean, one like right I'll there. go game to game, right, and evaluate uh, honestly. I feel like anyone trying to be like, this is going to work, or this is definitely going to work. Like, just what do they say? One game at a time. That's how I'm looking at it. He did not have an awesome game. I don't know. I feel like a really. Do you feel like a really bad game from him is the same as a really bad game from Mitch or Mason? No, and I don't think he's played a really bad game yet, yeah. but I think he's played some games where he was 
average to below average. I think he might have that thing where like he can play a bad game and have bad plays, but still have the short memory or something. Because like yeah, he, he appears... makes great throws in games where he also makes terrible throws, as opposed to like. I don't know. There, I've seen quarterbacks play where it's just like every time you're like, this is brutal, this is excruciating, you're not getting it on any drives. Inconsistent is maybe what we would call it from Kenny, but like, I never feel like it's totally hopeless with him out there. I haven't felt that way yet. He can make throws that I'm sure Mitch Trubisky can also make, but he yeah. is willing to actually throw them, right. which is something Mitch was not able to do. And if the Steelers can't be good, as we've said on the show before, at least let them be interesting. Yeah. Nigel, thank you for the call. Thanks, Nigel. Again, you can always hit us on the hotline, 412-368-6375. John, on now to the Bengals. We did it once. Yeah. When the season... Week one, we beat the Bengals. I was on cloud nine. Oh, Surely, remember that? Remember yeah. that? Malik Reed, you know, is he going to be TJ Watt? No, but he doesn't have to be. Mm-mm. We're still going to get pressure. Highsmith looks really good. Minka is a golden god. Yeah. And then it all went to hell. But the opportunity to sweep the Bengals, the Bengals who are just going to snooze through the season and wake right. up in February in the, the Super Bowl. The AFC champions. This would be really big. I'm going to the game. Bengals fans and the Bengals as an organization right now are, I understand that they've won some games in a row, but they they have shown a very low floor this year for how bad they can play, as evident by their week one loss to the Steelers. I'm looking forward to shouting down, and this is is like the greatest low-hanging fruit thing you have as a Steelers fan at a home game when any non-Patriots uh, team comes to town. Any Who Day stuff, any, like, because the Who Day thing is a full chant that takes time. Yeah, get out of here. But Sixburg is a great thing to just yell. It's the same thing as sticking your fingers in your ears and just screaming. So I'm going to be Sixburg and a lot of Bengals fans right. this weekend. You going to hit the tailgates? Well, I'll be hitting it. Ooh. I will be hitting it. And it's actually, professionally... I was thrilled to see that game moved to 425. Mm-hmm. I wanted to share this this story with you. Oh. Uh, I was at Steelers-Rams in 2019, and I had scalped a ticket, and I'm doing the lower bowl stroll, you know, just like, I'm just going to hide in here on an end seat when an usher yells at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I notice uh, in front of me is former Steelers center Doug Ligurski. Mm. The pride of Marshall, Bronco Ligurski. And I'm like, hey, there's Doug Ligurski. Great name for an O-lineman. Excellent name. Wow, he's right here. That's pretty cool that he's going to this game. He started in a Super Bowl. And this woman comes up to him, and she goes, hey, I'm sorry. Can can I get a picture? And Ligurski, who's very, like, sort of, you know, he's unassuming. He looks like a regular dude. He's like, oh, well, absolutely, absolutely. And she goes, Thanks. And she hands him the phone, and I turn and look, and it's Steely McBeam is there. She wanted to get her picture taken with Steely McBeam. (laughs) No. It was brutal. After he after he glumly took these pictures, I was like, Hey Doug, I just want to let you know, like, I know that's you and you started a Super Bowl and you're the man. Yeah. He's like, Thanks, brother. (laughs) Like, I just 
I gave my life for this game, and I'm taking a picture of a guy in a felt suit. Here we go. Steely McBeam. <laughs> he still gets a lot of hate, doesn't he? As I talked about with Kyle, if people could swap him out for a pigeon right now with a football helmet on, they yeah. would do it. Right now, fan poll. Yeah. Would you rather have a pigeon, a giant pigeon, which is sort of great on its own, in a football helmet, or would you rather have Steely McBeam? You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that, John. I'm going to tweet it out. I'm going to tweet the poll out. Pigeon or Steely McBeam, if you could pick one mascot to move on henceforth, knowing full well the recency bias involved in the pigeon stuff. Uh, let's get an answer on this. Let's let's get some hard data. Check it out. Check out the poll at Dick and Sauce. That's my handle. I'll have that up by the time the show comes out. John, before we get out of here, I just want to mention there was a... Uh, a man at the bar with his dog on Sunday. So the Steelers had just won. And then locally, the game flipped over to that amazing Vikings-Bills game. Mm, that was crazy. Crazy yeah. ending, insane. And the guy with the dog is walking out of the bar. And I'm like, hey, see you, man. Cool dog. He's like, I'll see everybody later. I'm like, cool dog. He's like, and then when he stopped, I was like, oh, no. You had to say cool dog. He stopped. And he's like, oh, thanks. Say uh, it's a Basenji. It don't bark. I'm like, I've heard that. You know, it's like Kirk Cousins fourth in an yeah. inch. Justin doesn't, Jefferson's like, yeah, yeah, doesn't get in. I'm like, that's awesome. He's like, highly vocal though. They make all kinds of grunts and you know whatever. You know, they vocalize. I'm like, that's cool, man. Josh Allen fumbles the snap. The Vikings recover. Another thing about Basenjis, females, they don't always get their period. I'm like. Listen, <laughs> stop. I'm there with my fiance. He physically pivots. He's like, sometimes it's just like spotting. I'm like, dude. <laughs> he stays there for another 20 minutes calling the end of the Bills-Vikings game. He's standing awkwardly beside us. I got to get a stop here. The dog's f***ing around. Like, the dog's not barking. Not barking. <laughs> I'm blaming myself. The guy finally leaves. My fiance's like, nice going. Had to strike up that conversation. I'm like, mm, oh. She got you there. Well, it's like that old saying. When a guy in a bar after a Steeler game is talking to you about his menstruating dog. <laughs> I don't know. I think anyway, that's pretty much it. That's it, yeah. If you want to connect with the show, you can reach us, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. Call the hotline, 412-368-6375. Check out that poll on Twitter. At Dick and Sauce, we want to know if the pigeon will be more popular than Steely McBeam. YouTube watchers, you can also get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Check that out as well for the audio-only version of the show. That's going to do it for us. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.